Yeah. It's nice to know you're hard. Hello and welcome to my Xbox and Me episode 337. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer. And yes, you did just hear Crash say, <laughs> it's nice to hear your heart. The one and only Two Fresh Crash, how are you? Yes, that is going in the edit. I'm, do I'm doing good. Look, that's out of context. That's not fair. Not fair at all. I'm doing good. You said it. Doing you said good. it. Not me. You're not me. I did the one say it. Only. Matt P video, how are you, Matt? I'm good. That hello came out of nowhere. I was confused. I wasn't expecting it. Me neither. I know. I, I understand. That's why I, I fixed it. Didn't why. say anything. That's why I well, fixed it. Because if I would have said response. it, it would have ruined the whole vibe, you know. That's true. But now That's I get true. to keep that point part in, and everyone goes, "Oh, Crash is into fix being hard." <laughs> I mean, I can confirm it because I have it as an audio file now. That's true. Perfect. I can never deny it. Did I not ban this cup last week? No, you didn't. No, not yours, Matt. Sorry. No, Did you not, make you, not you, Matt. Cup? Not, not you, Matt. I'm, I'm telling you. There's not even a logo is, on the cup. I can see the logo. Put what it back logo? up. That's a logo? It's a PlayStation logo. Is that? Yes, it's... I can see it. I don't think so. Okay, I'm sure in 30 minutes when we keep doing the show, we'll see it. <laughs> Look, I made the coffee like over an hour ago and I thought the logo would be gone by now. <laughs> it's not. I'll be experience. honest. I just like this cup. If it's a lot of coffee. Okay, so, fine. That's, that's I'll, all I got. I guess that's the I, only guess I gotta get over it. I guess I gotta get over it. Uh, no logo well, welcome back to my Xbox and me. It's a brand new year. Uh, I know the first question you all have is uh, the YouTube audience is, where was the YouTube version and why did it only go up yesterday? Now, do you want a lie or do you want the truth? Can we get both? Because I want to know what the lie is and I want to know. Ooh, let's truth play is. a game. Tell us a lie and then the tell lie us is the because we'll that, <laughs> the, the lie is because I forgot and I thought I lost the file. But you the didn't. truth is I uploaded it already and forgot to push publish. Oh man. Truth. I'm sorry. Wow. I, I and the thing was it was really annoying because I got the audio up and I was I was doing that anyway when Matt messaged and I was like, all right, I'm doing this to do do it. It was past New Year, I know, but whatever. And then life just got a bit and I was like, Where's the video? And I was like, Oh crap, we missed Monday, but don't worry, we it, it didn't matter. But yeah, it was it was a it was better late than never. Still never missed a week. Damn straight. The audio is the one that counts. Was on. the one that, sorry, if we went audience, by the I video. Love I love you. And we don't go by the video, and that's all yeah. that matters, Crash. And that's all that matters. That's true. There was weeks before where there wasn't a video, so we can never go by the video. You know, before you that's was fair. even around, before you was even a speckle in your dad's, you know what? You Hello. know, that's no. how long this podcast has been going. You don't know what I was talking about no. there. Oh, oh sorry. Okay. Well, uh, did no one teach you how babies were? Anyway, this is our Xbox <laughs> podcast here on my Xbox and me. Uh, you can get show early. Head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. There are some changes happening in January on the Patreon that my Xbox and me audience listeners are definitely going to want to keep an eye on. So you'll hear about them next week, probably or the week after. But lots and lots of changes come in. Um, Boys, I've got to be honest with you. Xbox has kicked off the kicked off the week in a slamming one, and I was I was literally on my walk as I was just standing to Matt P. I, I've started to go on five k walks, which sucks. They're ten thousand steps though, because I hear that's the step count you need to get to. It's ten thousand. Why is why Matt? You seem to be someone who in, you said you like running, so I don't know, why is ten thousand the... so 
that's like the default for all like smartwatches. When you start setting them up, they're like, you should be doing 10,000 steps a day. I don't know where it came from either, but that does yeah, seem like hour it's and a thing. half, hour and a half walk long, very, very long. Um, but Xbox decided to give us some really good news uh, yesterday, which is magical. Um, so we'll jump straight into the topic of the show this week, lads, which is Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction will be available day one on Xbox Game Pass. How are we feeling about this game now? So, fair question. Crash, Matt, yep. I don't care who goes first. How was you feeling about the game beforehand? You go, Crash. I was looking forward to it. I was We're kind of Rainbow excited. Fast. Yeah, We're we played Rainbow a lot of... Um, yeah. Whenever the How thing came met. out for whatever the... T- true. Whenever the thing came out for like the most played games, Rainbow Six Siege was up there for you mm-hmm. know, Xbox. Um, I was, so I'm looking forward to it part of me when it comes to game pass there's two sides one side's like starts lumping it in with like outriders and back for blood yes which not the best thing right those games came they didn't do the best but then the other part of me is like this very much fits in with what ubisoft did with rainbow six siege in terms of making rainbow six siege popular with all the free-to-play weekend weekends and getting this game in a bunch of people's hands so when i look at it from that aspect my opinion on the game doesn't really change i'm still looking forward to it and excited for it maybe a little bit more weary but i'm still interested in what the interesting thing here, and you've hit the nail on the head there is the buddy they've also got the buddy pass cross play pass buddy yeah. system which we've only really correct me if i'm wrong but the only game i remember in the last five years doing that is a way out and it takes two which was a game where you... There's, there's other games that may have done it, but the ones that I can remember. Yeah. Um, I, of a, from a AAA. From a, from a AAA. Yeah. From a AAA. Because um, I remember... There's a couple of us that I actually come to mind, but I'm from a AAA studio. Usually, we're, we're just... They're trying to get our money at the end of the day. So to yeah. have... It's a 14-day free pass for, for up to... I think it's two passes to give away to your friends. It's two passes, So you never yeah. have to play on your own. So, Matt, what are your thoughts on um rainbow six extinction before game pass yeah i was this had fallen off my radar entirely it, you could have told me this game came out six months ago and totally didn't land with people and i would have believed you um oh, yeah. because I, it's been delayed and delayed and delayed right and and we've seen it time and time again and i think yeah because we had back for blood and it is kind of it's going down that sort of similar vibe um because we've had that and i enjoyed back for blood for what it was but i knew i dropped off it quick right yeah. um I'm assuming this will be the exact same. Like I can imagine, yeah, me and all my mates jumping into this, running through it, and then never touching it again. Um, Guys, I just double bluffed it. You don't have to imagine. I can talk about the fact that I have played Rainbow Six Extinction and I've done the preview. Double bluff on this, yes. Oh wow! I played a video game. I got (laughs) to preview this game. Everybody, Ubisoft were thankful. uh, Well, thankful were nicely enough to send (laughs) me, and I'm thankful for them sending, uh, letting me play it. It was all from home. But yeah, I got to play Rainbow Six uh, Extraction. Um, what do you want to know? <laughs> is it better than Bat for Blood? <laughs> um, totally it, two it, different games. Two yeah, sure, totally sure. different games. Not even, how, so it's funny you saying that. I was like, nope, not yeah. even close. <laughs> okay. How in line is it with the PVE mode they had put out a while ago in Rainbow Six Siege? Not as I so I don't know how you felt about it. Very similar. Very, very similar. Yeah. But you have 
objectives that you are constantly doing throughout um, what you're doing. They've got this. So the, the, the premise of the game is you are still the Rainbow Six cast and crew that you know. All of the, and if you've never played Rainbow Six before, I guess you would be at a disadvantage of that because you don't know who Ash is. You don't know who Factor is. You don't know who this cast of characters that myself and all of the Rainbow Six community have been playing for the last, what's the game been at now? Oh, five years? I was going to say longer, years? but I don't know. I think yeah. more than years? that. I would guess How like long we know each years. other? So it's seven yeah. years? Eight years? <laughs> like, mad. Um, so these are the characters you are playing with, right? And they all have their very own unique abilities in terms of what they can do. So it's what you've come to expect from a Rainbow Six game, but it's so tactical. And I never felt like the uh, PvE mode, which you're talking about, was very tactical. It was very, yeah. as much as as much as much it still had the Rainbow Six feel to it and that you could still peek around corners and stuff, you didn't need to be tactical with it, right? Extinction isn't that. And it makes perfect sense why you're getting this buddy pass um, for people to play the game with you. I got to play with uh, Paradise from Arex Gaming, their whole team, um, and me, him, and a dev played it together. And I was just like, oh man, this brings back the exact feel that I wanted from Rainbow Six without the sweatiness of playing against other people. And that's kind of the magic behind it. Um, you go into missions, you tackle them how you want to tackle them. You can do it stealthy, you can do it loud. Um, if one of your characters gets taken, they get they you, you have to go and rescue them, which is all the stuff we've seen in the previews, but actually get to play it out and see how it works was so fun so so fun so let's say ash gets taken right yep are either are is anybody in that team allowed to play ash or is it just a specific person that happened with us so my ash was taken so somebody else could still play their ash and then my so their thatcher was if, if their thatcher got taken i still play my thatcher but when you rescue somebody if i'm not mistaken it still rescues the person in which your, so if your Ash is taken and we rescue a character in one of the objectives, it'll be that character for you that is then rescued. Do you know what I mean? Am I making yes. sense? Yeah, yeah that makes sense. There. But now, um, yeah, I don't know if you came into the situation, but what if two people are missing a character? Do you have to se- save two separate people? So the objective, what I played in, was only able to save one character. So Got it. The mechanics of the game are really cool because it makes you play... You know, you know what it's like, Chris, you, and I don't know how much you played of Rainbow Six, Matt, um, of you pick a character and you stick with that character. You, I was always an Ash main. That was mm. me, Ash. And then I played Glaz a lot, and I, then Lord Chunker. But you have your favorites, and that just that 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 um, scenario of your character being taken makes you explore the rest of these characters. Not only that, each of them have their own leveling system, so you want to level up these characters because they have their own unique abilities as well, which all standard stuff that we've come to come to love in video games. But I think that's where the replayability is going to be in terms of you wanting to tackle things in different ways with whoever it is you're playing it with. I I we played it via um oh, the Ubisoft streaming thing. So I wasn't playing like a downloaded file of the game. So yeah. that didn't it wasn't and I had a problem with my PC on the day as well. So I ended up having to play it off of Haley's laptop, which isn't very good. It still played really well. And I think that was the more the testament to it of like, oh, I'm having really bad issues here with lag and other other things. 
but I still really enjoy this. This mm-hmm. is still really a lot of fun. And I can see myself sinking a lot of time into this game because I'm a Rainbow Six fan. Nah, does that expand out to a casual audience? And does that get a Matt P? And does that get somebody who's not been playing Rainbow Six as long as we have and know these characters and know and want to see like a little bit of story in there? Not not loads, but just something a little bit different. I don't know. But if you are into cooperative um, strategy shooters where it is gruelingly hard on the difficulty we were playing on which was normal it was gruelingly hard you're going to have a great time with this and that was that was where the fun was for me where I was like oh man this has brought back my love for Rainbow that I've missed for the last I haven't played Rainbow in probably like a year and a half now if not longer um and I was just like, yes, this is this is exactly what I wanted this to be. A lot of people, I had a few people on Twitter say to me, shame the game looks like crap when it got announced for Game Pass. Um, and I was like, I never thought it looked like crap. I was worried about how much content there would be. Yeah. But my question to you guys, does that now matter now that it's in Game Pass if we're not paying for it, if we're not paying any extra for it other than what we're already paying? For people who played off of Game Pass, I don't think so but i think generally for the game it still matters because it's still a game that you can buy um i do think you have to go into it with the mindset that i'm pretty sure it's a 40 dollar game it's not a 60 dollar game yep um so i think most people most people should adjust what they expect from a game when the price point is different right not to say that everybody does should we adjust what we expect for a game like this if we know ubisoft's willing to put it in game pass day one I think this will be a a sort of telltale sign, right? Like if 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 this comes out now and it's clear, oh, Ubisoft didn't think this was like triple A quality, it's not, it's and so well, and so they were going to put it in Game Pass to save it a little bit. I think we'll be able to tell if that's the case, and if that is the case, that's very telling. I think going forward, it's triple A quality. I'm t- I'm t- I'm telling you, it's triple A quality yeah. from what I've played. It's I also because it's the it's the Rainbow Six mechanics. It's um. It's built on more than just what Rainbow Six PvP is. So that alone is AAA. That's not so that's not the question for me. Go on, Crash. Um I think the important thing for me is that this the reason that like it doesn't change it for me if it's on Game Pass is because with Rainbow Six Siege, they constantly did free to play weekends. They lowered the price for the game a million times. They gave people different mm. a bunch of different ways to play it for me. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't adjust my expectations of quality from that game because that for them with this type of game seems to be like a really big marketing strategy it falls semi in line with their whole free-to-play model and what they go yep. for with that regard yeah um so it doesn't change what i expect from this but i also played rainbow six siege and i do know there weren't a million different maps and didn't constantly put out new content they were also willing to take out content they feel didn't fit into the game um and going into it with all that i think i know I semi know what to expect. I'm not expecting a bunch of a bunch of unique content and maps and all that stuff day one. Good. Right? It is a game that will grow. I'm sure that they'll add new stuff and new variety and new uh, characters for you to play as, as well. I'm sure that's mm. a big thing that they'll go for in the future. Can you play it single player at all? Or is it does it require you to jump? You can. You can. Not recommend you. Not that you would want to. Okay. I wouldn't advise it. No, well, look, I, it's... I, it's it's very much a game designed around cooperative play. And yeah. I think that's very evident in it being in Game Pass, them giving yes. you the buddy system. That's the, what I was going like, to say. They, they want you to play this with people. And 
that, but that's Rainbow. At the end, of the, at yeah. the end of the day, like that's that is what Rainbow Six has always been. I I grew up playing Rainbow Six Vegas too, and that's where I got the XOB name from. But clan clans were big back then, and yeah. and MLG and all of that. That is what Rainbow Six has always been, and I'm glad that they haven't result like resulted to it being a single player first focus game. No. You and two buddies, it's not four, it's not a four player, it's three player. You and two buddies get together and take on these absolutely monstrous creatures that come out of everywhere and you play it how you want to play. Do you want to play it stealthily? Do you want to play it lads? Do you wanna do you wanna creep along together? Or are you all gonna split up? Are you there's 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 so many different ways to play a game like this because of the unique abilities each character has, which really does open up the map that you're playing on and what you're doing. Like we played it a few times and it's just you'll get the objective which may be each of you need to go and do, like disarm a bomb, let's say, or something something like that. And it was cool of like, all right, I'm gonna go here because we know where B is. You go over there at A and then we'll both meet up at C and like we'll move together. And it was it was like, yeah, that's the fun of what this game is. It's yeah. tackling these different objectives in many different ways and figuring them out as well because there was parts where we couldn't figure out what we were doing and that was fun as well because you're learning and i'm sure once you've done it once or twice you know what you're doing you're gonna Mm -hmm. be able to blast through these levels but the experience in which i had with the game and what i got to play i was it was it drew me back in so much into what i love about rainbow and i think that's what the, the game's job is at the end of the day is oh you lapse rainbow six fan here is a whole new different experience with the characters you like, with the abilities you already know. You haven't got to relearn how to play Ash. You know how to play Ash. You've put right. this many hours in. Now go and do that in a PvB, uh, sorry, a PvE um, world. And we've got we've got other add-ons and other additional abilities and a level system and all the good stuff in which you need to make a, a good video game, you know? Um, I have two questions. Oh, sorry, go on. You go, Crash. Uh, is there any sort of randomization in the game? Yes. So are like objectives? Objectives yes. are like randomized and stuff like that. Okay. Yes. Uh, we never. We come across the same ones sometimes, but we did a couple of different maps. Um, I believe we played two different maps. I think there was three different. Er- so I don't know if they were maps or areas. Again, I wasn't the one in control, and because of the um the way it was being streamed to me i was having a few issues um well so i'm not able to go into as in depth hence why there's no separate video for it i wasn't able to go as in depth as i would have liked in the menu system in the level system but what was important to me was the core gameplay Mm. does it feel does it play like does it move like does it sound like rainbow six siege yes and that to me is the biggest positive to take away from this because anyone who's played rainbow six siege and knows how good that game is it should then be excited for this you know but yeah randomized different different objectives um enemies obviously not coming from the same areas you know all that normal 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 stuff to expect you know it's it's different enemy types coming out of nowhere one part of the mission you shoot down the door and there was just enemies instantly there you're like overwhelmed and you're like Crap! All right, let's use our pistols, or that's just melee. That's not. That's not um, going lad. And you know, for me, Crash, that was never an option. So I just never. started shooting anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> especially with latency. I'm like, bum, 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 bum. oh, I missed. I'm sorry, guys. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. I didn't realize we were going um, quiet. 
<laughs> yeah, they did tell me five times, but I just weren't listening. Um, <laughs> so, so are you? Um, and forgive me because I'm not familiar with Rainbow Six yeah. Siege, so I don't know how it works. But um, are you? Is there like some sort of cross progression here? If I'm unlocking or leveling up in quarantine, am I then? Or not quarantine? Is it extraction? Extraction? Extinction? Extraction? Extinction? It was called. It was called quarantine before. <laughs> they changed it because yeah. of COVID. So I'll forgive myself. If I'm unlocking and leveling stuff up there, can I take that over into siege and into PvP? No. 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 Not that I know of anyway. They did I, not wasn't like, mentioned to me. They're very separate because okay. there's new there's new abilities that work in terms yeah. of like you've got characters like um, Rook who has armor, right? Like his armor will be one of the level ups that I remember is his armor will be more effective. That doesn't help you in PvP um, yeah. over on there. No, they're very unique to this game. Okay. Um, and it's it's designed in that way. And again, it was, we were playing and we were like, we need a dock, we need a rook. And then you're like, wow, once they're leveled up, then what? Then you're going to want to bring an Ash. Then you're going to want to bring a Thatcher. Then you're going to want to bring Lion and all these other characters. There's even new characters in it that I don't know, you know, um, which is fun as well. But you don't start off as well, at least when we played. You don't start off with the full cast of characters either. Like you don't just have everybody, which mm. again, something Rainbow Six Siege was known for. You went through and you unlocked these characters. And again, that's a form of progression because you're going to want to get the best the characters you want. Some people are completionists. They're going to want everything. Um, and that's, yeah, that's where it is. I, For me, the, the, there was three key things that I wanted to know about this game. When it come, when I, I was already excited for it, but it was, did it feel like Rainbow? Did it play like Rainbow? And how was the progression system? Mm. And across all three fronts, I was left happy because I felt like I was leveling up at a good rate. Not, again, you never know. Uh, when these games come out fully but from what i played was leveling yeah. up at a good rate um from a, a gameplay perspective it felt exactly how i wanted it to feel and then you know what to expect when it comes to like graphics and stuff as well like it, it it's i don't think it's gonna be i can't believe we're in 2022 already i don't think it's gonna be game of the year um <laughs> like i don't know i don't know we don't know what's gonna come out but sure i don't know if it's gonna be everyone's cup of tea but i feel like everyone should at least try it because you'll have a good you'll you'll understand what is fun about rainbow even if you're not interested in pvp finally you know what i mean yeah makes sense to me are you more excited now or less excited to play the well, full version? more more way more more, more. yeah way more i was I forgot the game was coming out in January. Uh, coming out January twentieth. I'll be honest. Um, didn't realize it was that out. early. <laughs> yeah, didn't realize it was that early. But yeah. it it will probably replace one of the many other games that I do. Like, oh, let's just have one round, because mm. the game has this very good like moment where you don't have to finish a mission. Like, you can go back to your. I don't want to say like there, there's a certain area you go back to each time when you finish a mission, um, and that was kind of enjoyable to me because it could be a case of maybe not solo, but like if a mission goes wrong, you can just go back to your extraction point. So you don't have to do all of the objectives oh, and then okay. you get a level of leveling up as well. Yeah. Okay. Do you go? So oh, let's say, yeah. let's say we've done two of the objectives. Yeah. And Matt P's dead. So we can't go get, we can't get Matt P back. He's dead. It's then that risk reward. How much ammo have you got crush? I've got this much. Are we going to risk it to the next section? How much health you got? Are we going to risk it to the next the next objective? Or should we just fall back and get out? And unfortunately, we don't get Matt P back. And he's got to then play a different character. 
which mm-hmm. then changed the whole dynamic of the team. Because if that's your if that's your doc, you know, you you're like, well, who do I play now? I've got to start yeah. leveling up somebody else. And that was the the real push and pull. You might only get through one objective and be like, mm-hmm. we got a piece out. Because I don't want to lose this, I don't want to lose this experience points that we've we've now got. Which so the objectives you'll have experience for doing them at the end of each mission or kills or whatever the case may be, right? So it's that risk reward inside of it as well that that makes Rainbow's already one of those games that gets my pump my heart pumping. You know, because usually you're in a a 3v2 situation, a 3v3, a 1v5. Those moments are still there in ex- in extraction. You've got me saying it wrong now. Uh, in extraction. <laughs> um, but it's just in a different way. You well, know, it it's not in a yeah. it's not in a PvP way. It isn't a if we die, we've just wasted that whole you still get a little bit of XP, but nowhere near as much as what you're getting. We've just wasted that whole time. Mm. You, no, forget that. Let's just fall back, crash. Yeah. Matt's screaming down the whack at us. No! Go pick me up! <laughs> Go pick me up. And I'm like, nah, it's not worth it. I've got 19 HP. Are we really going to risk it? No. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I'll be honest. Yeah, you've bumped up my uh, excitement for the game. A decent amount fix. And a good portion of that is like just remembering the highlights of Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. Because uh, that game was really fun when we were really, really into it. Dude, and... when we were grinding ranks back in the day, and I know you didn't like rank as much, but when we were grinding and we were, we were taking it serious, and you remember you're swinging onto cameras, you're taking them out. Uh, like, imagine that, but without the sweatiness of like someone who knows every angle. Yeah. Yeah. There's no worry about like somebody head glitching or something no like that. Just, you know? Yeah. I think also the agency of you, like you were saying, of like, do I back out or do I keep going forward? Do I risk my character? Do we go and try and save Matt? The answer will always be no. I was the one always down, and the answer for my team was always, no, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't blame him. I didn't blame him at all. I didn't blame him at all. But uh, the one thing I didn't mention was like characters can get injured as well. So you can risk them going out while injured. But then they'll have like lower health and obviously a more ah. chance of getting down, this... which means they'll disappear again. It's cool. It's 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 good. It's fun. It's enjoyable. This, this kind of gives me XCOM vibes as well to a certain degree because XCOM has similar stuff like that as well. Yeah, but you're playing it right, like XCOM. Yeah, no, 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 no absolutely, much, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, I'm no, saying like more of that. a first-person XCOM yeah. of like more yeah. personable XCOM, yeah, yeah, but, like yeah, in sorry, a. Yeah wider uh wider scope it kind of reminds me of some of that stuff which i think is really dope and really that injury to. thing that you were talking about it, it, how do you then become not injured have you got to like find resources so, one, is so it if time? no no i think it's so if you don't use that character and you take a different character out i think if i'm not mistaken i could definitely be mistaken but i think it was a case of like one turn like one extraction okay. after that makes sense they would reheal of okay. some some amount i don't know if i don't know the full extent of it again um i just but, I got like ultimate yeah. team vibes when you were saying that then no like, no no nothing <laughs> like that like a... no i think it's more designed of it's like, like i said it's the risk reward it's sure they want they don't want you to stick to one character it might from what from what i took from it they yeah. don't want you to stick to one character they want there to be a case of you messed up and you are going to be punished for that which is your character is going to be taken or if you're injured, your character's going to then be injured. And mm. yeah, sure, you can take them out there. Like, that's down to you. But 
don't don't take anything that I've said as a negative. It all plays into the world in which they've built here, which is yeah, you have been infected. You wouldn't just be running off if you've been infected or you've been wounded. You wouldn't just be running off to another mission. Mm. And that's the whole point of why there is a cast of characters, right? And that's why they do have a lot of Rainbow Six has a lot of operators, a lot. Yeah. So they want to push people like you, especially Matt, who have not played some of these, like most of these <laughs> operators before, to like try them out and find out which ones you like. Sure. Um, one last question on this. Uh, of course. Do you have any clue what the microtransactions will be like? Not a clue. I, I assume is... it will just be cosmetical again. Rainbow yeah. Six was very cosmetical. I assume it'll be the same thing, but they might be able to have a bit more fun with it because of the world is not as it's yeah. very dark and scary and monstery, obviously. Um, but I could easily see them doing a, I yeah. don't know, Christmas you, time Father Christmas skin or something like that. You, you know? also don't have to worry about like balancing skins for PvP, right? Something yeah. can't be like super OP or super um, yeah. vibrant and stick out too point. much. Yeah. So okay. Anything else? Anything else I can answer? Uh, I don't think the, so. uh, will you? Are you going to play the game with me, Fix? Yeah, off it's stream a, though. It's a three-player co-op game, guys. <coughs> yeah, Do I need to start another fixed. hashtag or what? If only we had a place <laughs> where we could put that content, and it was on a Patreon under a certain goal where people could pay to watch that content of the three mm. of us playing video games. If what? they that's an interesting to idea. The channel. That's huh. an interesting idea. That's crazy. Don't everyone? Okay, I'll drink as well. You've all drunk, so. <laughs> I thought we were taking a sip. We touched on it briefly, and, and there's a the, the first question in Fixer's I'm bringing it back. Okay, cool. Let's bring don't it back. Worry, I'm, I'm, bring, I'm going to bring this back to Game Pass. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um, I, yeah, wild. Wild, wild, wild. I'm excited. Um, my next question for both of you now that the preview part's out of the way is how much does this change the year for xbox my expectations for xbox already have gone through the roof now when it comes to game pass they already know that playstation have got a competitor coming right yeah they know to win this service game forget the console race now because i don't think they're ever going to win it i generally i generally don't think they will i feel like playstation have such a stronghold and i say that because i spent some time with my uncle over new year and i was like what games do you play and he was like fifa and i was like why don't we just get an Xbox? And then I showed him xCloud on my phone and he was blown away. I showed him Gears. And he was like, how do I get that? And I'm like, well, do you have an Xbox? He's like, no. I'm like, well, you could just get Game Pass on your phone. But it's like, why don't you get an Xbox? He's like, but I'm in a PlayStation guy my whole life. And I'm like, oh, yes. He doesn't, he doesn't care about trophies. He don't care about, but he's played on PlayStation his whole life. He doesn't like the idea of moving to an Xbox. And I was like, huh, interesting interesting with my question coming back sorry um my expectations for xbox are like through the roof now because to be able to go to ubisoft who are one of the big five now oh we lost ubisoft we lost uh, bethesda back into xbox now but um so we'll say big five i guess i think it's like four or five now um big five publishers to get one of their tentpole first party titles in game pass day one we spoke about it if not last week, the week before, right? Which was like, 
We've had games like, you know, um, Jesus, Outriders, and we've had like those double A's, but we've not had the big triple A. This is the first days, six days in January, and we've got the first big triple A already jumping in. I so, think, yeah. I, I think it's important though as well to note like this isn't just a win for Xbox. Like, like there's a massive benefit to Ubisoft doing this as well. Like, they've seen that. They know that this game lives and dies on the player base and whether or not people are excited about it and people are jumping into it and talking about it. And True. Xbox now have all that data from Outriders that says this is how many people have pre-ordered Outriders and then this is how many people played it in the first week on Game Pass. And I bet Did that's a Ubisoft? big number. Sorry? Did you say Ubisoft? Outriders. Yeah. That's square though. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but Xbox what I'm saying has is Microsoft that, has that data to say Sorry, people yeah. weren't super excited about this Outriders Got game. You. I can't yeah. imagine the pre-order numbers were huge for it. Maybe they were decent, whatever. But these are the amount of people who played it week one on Game Pass. For a game that relies on its player base and relies on people talking about it in that first week to get people excited, put it on Game Pass. You're like, your game is going to do much bigger numbers I, than this because it's Rainbow Six. Um, I... So. I don't know if Ubisoft would rely on having big numbers out the gate. Not saying that they don't want that, but if you look at like, I think Rainbow Six is the perfect example. Rainbow Six like, is the perfect example. When that first game came out, everybody was like, this game's dead, this game's dead. They said that for like the first three years, maybe. And yep. then every time it kept breaking records and kept breaking records. Mm. Like it was a broken record, essentially, right? Um, and I, th- so I think like, this makes a lot of sense, but I think one thing we also have to look at is they announced that Ubisoft Plus is coming to Xbox at some point, right? And so yeah. this could be just big. Um, maybe they're working out some sort of deal with Xbox. I do know that they said uh, it'll be a separate charge for yeah, Ubisoft at the Plus. At the moment. At the moment. Really? Do you think at, it'll actually be bundled in? At some point, yes. Not yet. I don't, I don't think it'll be a full bundle. I do yeah. think there will be a discounted version of where you pay an extra five bucks or whatever We've it is seen this. no no you it, on console one thousand percent yes the one i am willing to put a pizza bet on it I, one thousand do this you know because you're going to talk one, about ea play right yeah how much does ea play cost a month it's like 14.99 i think no no EA it's less than that six dollars yeah something like that yeah what? ubisoft plus say? is 15 dollars okay that's what i was talking about sorry and it's day one uh, games get added day one. EA yeah, Play doesn't have games getting added day one. No, no, but their PC version does. So this is what I'm saying. No, the PC version is EA Premium. It's a completely different service. It's yeah, not that's EA $14.99. Yeah. So that's the same price as Ubisoft. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but you don't so get that. So their premium, their premium, forget, forget, listen to yeah. what I'm saying. They're, okay. Both their premiums are $15.99. Yeah. Yeah? For, forget PC. Don't worry about well, PC. Like PC is not happening. Like, it's not coming to yeah. Xbox Game Pass PC. But the console version, at some but, point in time, I'm not saying I'm not saying this year. Yeah. I'm not saying next year. But Ubisoft are not, Xbox is not going to buy Ubisoft. But this yeah. is the closest thing they can do to having it as such of like, all right, we work very closely together on console. Because then it's going to be, look, Ubisoft are not putting out a TV app. Yeah. Xbox are putting out a TV app. EA are not putting out a TV app. Xbox are putting on the TV app, and that's where they're gonna want to be. Every every game wants to be on that service. Not yet. I'm not saying that, but you got to think about this big brain. Not right this moment in time. This moment in time right now, it's not as good as it needs to be. But eventually, 
on Xbox Game Pass for console and mobile and the TV app that I keep talking about. EA Play, Ubisoft Forward, both will be a part of it. Guarantee it. I don't think so. Okay. There is an interesting EA's thing already there. Said. EA's and already... Just, but, go on. There's just such a drastic difference between uh, Ubisoft Plus and EA Play. I agree. Unless there's like... Unless what you're saying is that they offer a different version of Ubisoft Plus, I don't see that happening because I don't think they would ever charge a $6 fee or whatever it is for that service on console. It's, X, all Xbox have to do is what they've done with uh, Quarantine. Uh, fuck you, Matt P. Extinction. <laughs> uh, extraction. <laughs> God damn extraction. it. Um, is they've got to keep making enough money to be able to pay whatever it is these companies are asking for. For their games. And right now, Xbox, I don't think are in a position to get Assassin's Creed. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but right now, Assassin's Creed is Ubisoft's golden goose, right? Yeah. I think that's their biggest game that they have that they know full well we're all going to lap up every year when it comes yeah. out, especially now they have, don't do it every year. Um, yeah. Ubisoft, was... that's all they got. What else What else do you go, oh, Ubisoft, they have amazing games. Far look Cry. at Far Cry this year. Okay, look at Far Cry. Easily could have been a Game Pass game. No, yeah. I, I agree with you. And I do think that um, even... One thing to work to your benefit is even with Assassin's Creed, they've talked about it being more of a games with service without saying it's a games with yeah. service, right? Um, so I do think that benefits the... It'll get added to Game Pass um, as well. I, I, The thing is, like, I don't completely disagree that it won't happen. I just don't know how they would sort of internalize that. And maybe you're right. Maybe once how the numbers come in for uh, extraction and all this stuff and they see all the stats and they're like, this benefits us way more than anything. Plus... Microsoft will still be paying for this, so we're getting guaranteed money on top of that's, all the microtransactions and all part. that stuff. That's, yeah, because so, once we break out of forget, once we break out of uh, PC console, I'm talking when they come out with whatever their Fortnite is, which they're never going to get, but they're going to keep trying to get it at some point. Yeah. They're going to want that on the service, and I think eventually it's going to get to a point where same with PlayStation. Don't play PlayStation Plus is new thing like their PlayStation now. That's going to have EA Play in it, and that's going to have Ubisoft Forward in it at some point. But right now, they don't have it. They've got. Have they got EA Play? I think no, they have. Yeah, they have now. EA Play. Oh no, not PlayStation, PlayStation now. now. Not PlayStation now. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the apples to orange comparison gotcha. right there, right? So for me, I just think it's a case of Ubisoft are trying to get, reduce their costs, and we know that because they're doing. They want to do free to play games. They want to do games as service. They've openly admitted this. They don't want to be in the, this takes us three years to make a game and then we get all the money recouped back. How do we, how do we figure this out business-wise? Xbox Game Pass. I think as well, if, you, if you're looking into the far-flung future, 2035, which no, these companies not are. even that far. No, 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 no. L listen to what I'm saying. Okay. So, so um, and, you, and you think, right, everybody's going to be cloud streaming at that point. Most people are going to be cloud streaming at that point for games like Extinction, Extraction, Quarantine, whatever we decide we're going to call it. Um, you want to get into bed with the person who's got the best infrastructure for that now, which is Microsoft. Yep. And, and really, probably is Google, but they shit the bed hard right out of the game. Um, and so they're not, going to, they're not going to get in bed with them. But There on. is a premium feature above the $15 version for uh, Ubisoft Plus um, to be on both uh, Luna and stadia for streaming wow. services 
Well, there that's we go. Eighteen dollars or whatever. So that how is many, a feature how as many well. People are subscribed and I'm not. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that ruins your argument. I just do no, want to no, say that no. that is a thing. And if their goal is like for streaming, like you that say, that could it, be an avenue as well. Which it, I don't if, think that would be the case. That'd be a little weird. But yeah, and, and like you say, I think also. if if Microsoft, you know, are going to do their TV app. Um, maybe it won't be an Xbox TV app and it will be a Microsoft TV app and it will have access to nah. all this stuff. I, it's I going to be Xbox. Yeah, I, I agree. 1,000%. And, and then therefore I could see EA, Ubisoft doing their own version of that. I could see them doing their own app because it's no, because no they, they need... It's barrier to entry. It's barrier to entry. As soon as you... No, no, uh, no casual gamer... Not, not no, but most casual gamers don't know who Ubisoft is. They know what Assassin's Creed is. Yeah. So they're not going to click the Ubisoft app to get to Assassin's Creed. They're going to click the PlayStation app or the Xbox app. It, I mean, we, you well, see it already, bro. bro. Like, literally, if it ain't on Netflix, people can't be bothered. But it might well, be on Amazon. There's definitely an element of that. But now when I fire up my Amazon Fire Stick, it just shows me shows. It doesn't show yep. me where they are. And I can just go straight to them through there. So if it just showed me Assassin's Creed, and then I clicked it, that, and I was like, oh, you need to subscribe to this? That's, that's actually kind of a fair point. That's a great fair point. I agree with you. But that's that's one. That's only one case. So the problem you've got there is Ubisoft don't make one game. No, I agree. And they would have to be ballsy yeah. as hell and probably say, we're not going to give every, anybody Assassin's Creed. And it's just on our service. And this is, like I say, 2035 Assassin's yeah, no, Creed. No, I, I, I get the argument. I just Go on, Crash. Even like if we're looking at streaming services and we're comparing it to streaming services as well, um, both Hulu and Amazon, and they're not the premier streaming service, but they do charge additional fees to get separate programs as well. Mm. And like if Microsoft is chasing that, some the way Ubisoft looks at it and the way Microsoft looks at it would be two different things. Microsoft, I'm sure, wants to be the Netflix. Ubisoft well, might look at it like we want to get money. Game Pass I, is going to be hella expensive, fam. That, don't, that's what I mean. don't, don't think Game Pass is sitting at this price forever. Oh yeah, of course. Like that's my, but that's what I'm saying. That's my argument for this, Got which it. is like we're talking about how we're talking about um, Ubisoft cost this and this cost this, and we're looking at Xbox at a pound right now, right? Game Pass, or we're looking at fourteen ninety nine for Ultimate, yeah. Mm. No, no, that's right now. I'm talking about the more value they keep adding to this, we're getting to twenty five to thirty dollars a month on this so, damn thing and but it's going to be a case of it's going to be the place to get everything so you can get if you can get ea you can get xbox you can get ubisoft you've you've cut that's a lot of the casual market so, so you don't think that even if that was the case that microsoft would tear out the systems no it would i just don't be think one I, universal that I don't know. That I don't, I don't think so because I ha- me personally, the, I'm putting my personal opinion in this. Is can't stand tier systems. You give me one, give me one price for all of it, and I'll pay that. Even if it's a little bit more expensive, I can't stand yeah. tiers. I can't. PlayStation are about to do it. They're about to do it, and we're gonna see it. We're gonna about to see it, which is gonna be for PS1 games. You can get this for five pounds. For PS2 games, you can get this for seven ninety nine. For no. Fifteen ninety nine gives me it all. Perfect, I'll take it. When you the start problem, doing that crap, I'm not interested. The problem is when you get up to sorry, <clears throat> when you get up to thirty, forty dollars, that's a hell of a lot of money. And games are very time consuming. I'm not playing forty dollars a month for FIFA or Assassin's Creed because that's the only game I'm playing that month. 
So you're not going to get your casuals. But in, if that's the only game you pay, play that month, the $40 fee kind of works out better because you pay $40 for the game as opposed to 60 Each month, though. Yeah, but by the next month, you're playing different games, aren't you? Well, I don't know. That's a big that's, ask. Like, if we get up I, No, no, round, I agree with you. Ask. I think the 35, no, I get, I get 40 what you're is... I don't, I'm not saying it's going to get to 35, 40, but I think they're going to try I'm and keep it as cheap as possible forever. But, no, I know I said 35, but yeah. I'm saying... <laughs> but I'm yeah. saying, but it depends on how much... If that's 35 and you get... I don't know. At some point, YouTube premium a part but, of it. And, like, this thing could just keep yeah, growing. But, at that point, you kind of start ruining what Game Pass is and that it's an easy entry point for people to have access to a ton of games at a low like price point. And I'm not talking about now. the $1 pound or whatever. No, yeah, yeah. But everybody yeah. do that now with, like, Discord. Like, they'll give you Discord Nitro with the perks. Right. Out. No, no, absolutely. But once, but what you're saying is it's going to get, A, it's going to get feature bloated and it's going to have a lot of programs and a lot of benefits to it, which is cool. But then yeah. the price point's also going to start going up. I it think at a certain right? at a certain time you cross a certain price point where Game Pass stops being as beneficial to a lot of people who view it as an e- as a cheaper entryway into gaming for their kids or um, all this other stuff. And one of the big benefits of Game Pass at that time sort of starts getting skewed. I agree. So either you do the tier system yeah, or yeah, no, you don't you. go that deep. Yeah. I, mean, I think you're right though. Tell, T- tier systems yeah. suck and they become really confusing <laughs> yeah. and and it's kind of bad enough already yeah like i yeah no i i do think that in some sort of fashion ubisoft plus will play very nicely with game pass whether it's a discount Mm. whether it's being fully integrated or whatever i think at some point it will happen um i do think that a lot of it uh, relies on rainbow six extraction and how that does i agree agree jinx you owe me a soda uh Let's get into fix the stack, shall we? Uh, this one comes from top left. Remember, you can email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com or you can message us on the Discord, uh, which is in the description below of this YouTube video. Or you can tweet us with the hashtag MXAM at MCFixer, at Crescent Place, at MadPVideo, at my Xbox and me on Twitter. Top list says, do you think Rainbow Six Extraction being added to Xbox Game Pass uh, day one is because there is not much excitement around it and Ubisoft know they won't make much money from sales alone? Yes, no, maybe. Um, No, I don't think so. I don't think that's the only reason, but I do think it's maybe one of the reasons the conversation started around it, which was how much can we get out of Xbox slash Microsoft to put this in their, their premium service day one? Um, I think, again, we're a numbers-driven... Everything we do is about numbers. They would yeah. have looked at pre-orders. They would have looked at social media excitement. They would have looked at reaction content. They would have looked at like all of all of what we do, what we do as content creators and what you, you do, uh, listener, as a consumer would have played a part into um, the decision for this game being in Game Pass, I think. I don't think it's the only decision, but I do think it's one of the decisions. And I think, like Matt's said, you're looking at January and it's bloated. How do you stand out from the pact? It's by being, quote-unquote, not that I believe, but quote-unquote, free. Yeah. Yeah. To a lot of people, that's it. It's on Game Pass PC as well. Yeah. That's nuts to me. 
Yeah, no, having it on both is actually, like, I agree, it's really crazy. And I think I think it's kind of them getting a head start on what they did with uh, Siege. It's like, we're going to start doing this stuff a lot early. I wouldn't be surprised, like, the two um, the two 14-day trials for your friends, I think that's part of that plan as well. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised after the 14-days run, maybe a month or two later, they'll do a free-to-play weekend. I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing these things roll out because I, I would bet all my money that... The way Rainbow Six Siege made most of its money was off of microtransactions, off of people buying operators and off of people buying skins for stuff yep. as well. Boosters. Yeah. Boosters were a big part of the game as well. Like you can't we can't turn a blind eye to Ronaldo boosters for a while. Um yeah. they were Do you, money. <laughs> I have a question. Do you guys think that they'll end up charging you four ninety nine to rescue a character without having to do a mission? No. No, that's what map he was alluding to. No, is, I just yeah. don't. No, 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 no. I don't think Ubisoft are dumb. They ain't that dumb. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think they will. I don't think. Um, but yeah, no, what do you reckon, Matt? Is it just? Is it just because mm. of the excitement levels? I think um, you know all these companies are very good at mitigating risk, and um, and so they, somebody's crunched some numbers somewhere in a spreadsheet. Somebody a lot smarter than us that says these are pre-order numbers. This is the views on the latest trailer. This is da 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 da. This is how many we realistically think we're going to sell. And this is what we're going to get from Microsoft. And maybe those numbers look similar and maybe they don't, but it's worth not risking anything and just taking a wedge from Microsoft for it. Um, and, and Microsoft just want games, right? And this is a big deal. And we're all talking about it being on Game Pass and how great that is. And that's all they want on Twitter. So um, yeah, I think I think it makes sense for both sides. And, uh, and, it, and if you're Ubisoft and you're thinking like, ah, oh, maybe it is going this way. Maybe we do need to start more seriously considering making these games free to play and, and this that and the other this is a good test bed for that right um it's kind of that that halfway house before you go like full free to play with all of your stuff which i don't think they'll ever necessarily do but um yeah i think it makes sense for both both sides so why not i think the buddy system is the key thing here for people to remember deal, yeah. because it's a hey I'll use Mickey for instance. He's my my best friend who doesn't really play games. Hey Mickey, come play this game with me because I need someone to play it with. Mm. Okay, cool. Oh, do you have Game Pass? No, he's not interested in Game Pass. Won't touch it. I've asked him to. He won't bother. But I tell you what, he will do. He'll pay forty pound for this damn game, and that's how they're going to mitigate the you not me, you listener, watcher, you not paying forty pound for it. But if you can convince one of your friends to pay forty pound for it, we've done our job. Yeah, All we gotta do is convince one of them, one of two, to like this game enough to pay forty pound, forty dollars, whatever it is, um, for it, and that's the business model. That's that is the that is it. It's oh, you're you're literally the moment that someone invites their friend to come and play this game, and their fourteen day trial was run out. It's that moment of oh, I'll just pay for it. Because they're not gonna. Not everyone does, as much as I do. Not everyone does the. I'll just pay for Game Pass because it's cheaper. No, they don't want that. They want, I'll just pay for it. No problem. I don't know. And I'm sure there are people doing research on this sort of as we speak, but I bet as well, there is some sort of psychology to, you know, us saying this is free in Game Pass, free in quotes. Um, but then that psychology of saying, well, I haven't paid for ex extraction, extraction. I'm going to get it wrong every time. I haven't paid for extraction. I was never going to pay for extraction, right? I will yep. now play it on Game Pass. Yep. And if they release a skin that I like, yep. and I haven't dumped any money into this game, oh, that's what they're theoretically, banking. Yeah. I'm more likely to buy that skin. Because, hey, I actually like this game now, and I haven't spent any money on it, theoretically, and 
now I'm going to give you some microtransaction money. And maybe that's worth it to him as well. And that's just Devil, Devil's Advocate. I mean, sorry, go on. No, you can go. I was going to say, Devil's Advocate, do we actually believe this game is going to be here by the end of the year? No. I do. I, I think. I, I do, but only because I, I've seen what the Rainbow Six community is about. Yeah, I was going to say. Only because of that. Not because of the casuals coming in. You, I there, think people what the Rainbow Six community want. They want their hardcore. I think they want content. MLG. This, this is this is, yeah, this is I think... that though. Like this, this is what I'm saying to you from a Rainbow fan. Me, like you cannot sit here and not like I've I hosted on the Rainbow Six Twitch channel in the UK. I've been to the studios through previews. Like I am a Rainbow Six guy. And yes, though this isn't PvP, we want content. We want something different, and we want to still be able yeah. to use these mechanics of what this amazing game is. I think. I think you're kind of equating um, Rainbow to like Counter Strike in the aspect of people yeah. want like this competitive and um, pro scene and yes. all that stuff. And I don't think that's what Rainbow is because a lot of people complain about. There's like a lot of hardcore Rainbow fans that kind of complain about what Rainbow Six Siege is. It's become, okay. yeah. They love the tactical aspect. They love all that stuff about it. They just don't like it in Siege. And I do think okay. this is an avenue for them to get those players in on their side, as well as some of the people who do play um, Rainbow Six Siege, and they're like, all they play is Rainbow Six Siege, but they want to break from the competitive nature. They don't want to play ranked, but they also don't want to play casuals. Casual, casuals are casuals trash, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so they have uh, attraction to play, right? And yeah. they still get to play their favorite characters. Um, I do one, think one thing will be interesting, which uh, for people who go from one thing, one game to the other, um, and they have skins in one game for their gun and for their character, then they go to this other game, and they're not going to be available – to me, it completely makes sense why they're not available. They're yes. two separate games, right? I'm sure because there's also, you said there's characters have other abilities aside from what they're yeah, known yeah. for, right? That there's other animations involved, especially with mm. character skins. That also means that uh, those skins need to be animated differently and the models that were there before might not work and whatnot. Um, so I fully understand that. But I can see some of the more... I guess casual players not understanding that and going to that and sort of feeling like they're being uh, scammed in some sort of way as well. I'm sure they'll end up doing something like, "Oh, you've we can see from your Ubisoft account that you've put a ton of hours into Siege. Here's some goodies, right?" Nope. Uh, no, I will. Nope. I, no, no, Ubisoft. Ubisoft does this with their UPlay um, yeah. function, where you can go yeah. and UPlay and you can redeem rewards. I think you'll get Fine, some okay. stuff like that. I don't think it'll be anything super drastic. It'll be like a free gun skin and a charm or something like that. It won't be yeah. like. Here's a load of loot because you put a thousand hours into Rainbow Six Siege, and we no, think no, 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 we no. value as a player, right? Yeah, yeah. They don't care about you. Yeah. They they'd be, they'd they be more really likely. Cool so cool. They'd be more likely to give you rewards if you spent like over a thousand dollars than if you put in over a thousand hours. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> there, there was um the the Prince of Persia game. Which one was it? Sands of Time. Sands of Time. No, no, it was the latest one. Bro, everybody goes to Sands of Time for everything, you know? Prince of Persia, how many Prince of Persia games there are? There's There's so many, but everyone's like, Sands of Time. But yeah, from their Uplay point system thing, I was able to play as Altair from Assassin's Creed. Oh, yes, I know the exact game you're talking about, yes. Sick, I'm (laughs) I'm happy with this. Yeah, it was very cool. They should do shit like that. They should have a Ubisoft universe. Why not have a fucking Assassin's Creed? Yeah, they technically Rainbow do. Six? The metaverse is coming, fam. Let's do it. Let's do it. The metaverse isn't what you think it is. I think, folks. NFTs, NFTs. 
<laughs> that's the only answer. What is the, the metaverse? Week. NFTs. After last NFTs. week, we are becoming the NFT Xbox podcast. My NFT and me. Uh, oh next God. question. Uh, Mr. Mitch George says, seeing a multiplayer-focused shooter launching day one on Game Pass, is this what EA should have done with Battlefield at the end of last year? No. Crash? I mean, it, it technically was because it was on EA Play, and if you had Game Pass, you had access to 10 hours of it. Yeah. Um, I don't think it being on Game Pass would have changed the reception of the game and would have made more people stick with the game. I was paid by EA to play Battlefield 2042. Just put that out there very quickly. No, it wouldn't have made a difference. Um, this game, the, the game just wasn't. <laughs> the game wasn't what we wanted Battlefield to be. At the end of the, not, again, it's so annoying because there's so many good elements in that game that are a lot of fun, but it was still just not what we wanted in the end. And it's a shame because it's, it's something different. It's not a battle royale. It's not all of this, but even that being in Game Pass wouldn't have made a difference. Wouldn't have made a difference. Again, it still doesn't change the fact that the game wasn't what we wanted. I agree. Yeah. I didn't play it, so I don't agree, actually. I don't. <laughs> to be <laughs> no. fair, I was excited for it, and I was like, oh, I got my 10 hours for EA Play. Yeah. I'm going to play it, whatever, whatever. And then people are talking about it, and they're like, it's a little bit underpolished. It's this yeah. and that. There's just always something. And even when they started putting out um, certain fixes and whatnot, there was still always something that was wrong with the game. Yep. Yeah, I was in a very similar boat. I wonder how many people who have Game Pass even know that they have 10 hours free in that game. Not, not no, I don't think, think. I don't oh, think uh, I the EA Play aspect of Game Pass is advertised no. super well. That's and I wonder if that's right? by design. Yeah, what? Yeah, it is a hundred percent by design. Hundred percent. It's hey, this is here if you know about it. But if you don't, keep buying our game at sixty dollars. Like, don't. No. Try, why would we want you? That like, we have a service there for this ten hours, but we don't want you to try this game. We want you to just buy it because mm. ninety. Not, I'd say probably ninety nine is probably too much, but I'd say ninety five percent of people are not going to refund the game. They can't be bothered. Yeah, that's fair. That hasn't yeah. come over to consoles as well as it only when you get a cyberpunk or something really when the game's broken do you hear console players talking about refunds yeah well you know? i'm pretty sure it's also harder to get a refund on console if i'm not mistaken not really xbox are pretty good about that sort of thing now to be honest with you um but yeah no i just yeah no, you know what it's like. Uh, shout out to the Patreon producers this week, Erin uh, Guard and FNH Paul. Thank you for your support in 2021, and we hope that it continues in 2022, boys. We do appreciate everything you do for this podcast. Thank you, thank you. Um, uh, let's get into. I just wanted to point out we did get two more questions on the Discord. I don't know if we want okay. to do it for next week. Next week is going to be fully game of the year. So if you've got them, let's do them. Okay, so uh, first, these are both from Origin Cookie Man. Shout out to Origin okay. Cookie Man. Um, I've been loving the variety of uh, shorter, unique experiences that Game Pass has given me access to. Games like Slice of uh, Fishing Life, Cooking Adventure, Moon Glow Bay, uh, uh, Planet Puzzle Platformer, The Gunk, and Coming of Age Mystery Adventure Sable have all nailed their story. Uh, sense of location and atmosphere in a bite-sized package that can be beaten in under 10 to 20 hours. What have... Uh, been your recent surprise Game Pass favorites is the first question. Guess. Guess what I'm going to say. Uh, the, the art for 12 escape. minutes. You're goddamn right. Go play it. 
12 minutes, yeah, I was right. I knew it. No, no. <laughs> 12 minutes into a fire. So, um, the one that comes to mind for me is, is it, this is such a cheap answer, because I haven't, I haven't played it yet, but I watched somebody play it and was like, I cannot wait to play it. So I'm just going to shout it out because I haven't had a chance to play it yet. Is um, it's that packing game, the moving Unpack- out one. No, un- it's just called Unpacked, isn't it? Or Unpacked. Unpacked. Oh, that that game's called? good. Yeah, Unpacking. It, yeah, that game's like, good. I watched Ianelius play it the other day and I was like, oh my God, this is a me game. Like, you know, so for people who don't know, when I get quite stressed out, I take apart my entire setup and wipe everything down and then put it all back up. But it, for some reason, it just de-stresses me in a weird way. But now that I've got, I saw this game. I was like, "Oh no, this is this is definitely going to scratch that itch." Turning cups around, making sure they're on the right shelf. Oh my god, yes! So it was. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. Again, my life has been um, very different. Um, GTA roleplay. I'm sorry. Um, like I haven't had time for much else. But yeah, I cannot wait to actually try that out. Yeah, that game's actually like really, really good. I think you'll really like it. It is a I'm puzzle it, game. I'm playing it like tomorrow yeah. i was like because i'm doing game of the year stuff for next week but yeah, yeah yeah uh my game's a game that i played recently uh fate tactics oh, oh um, the, the castlevania one you spoke about no that's a different game not the oh, castlevania sorry. one the castlevania one's up there as well and i would say that as well but fate tactic actually is a game that i've been putting so much time into um it's uh think final fantasy tactics uh okay. so less not XCOM, but similar idea behind it um and i'll just be like i have a little bit of free time i'll go on i'll do a mission i'll go out and you do the whole combat phase and whatever the combat's really interesting um i would not have played that game if it wasn't on game pass uh it was the biggest surprise for me on game pass um yeah uh second question wait wait wait, uh, wait. what did matt say you got you got to said, another no, answer no. other than the r4 escape, uh, r4 escape okay I mean, that's um, that game well, of the year, like Jesus. Yeah, I uh, boyfriend dungeon. I as well very much enjoyed and would never have picked up if it was on Game Pass. Um, yeah, and then, again, that's like four or five hours. And then the other one I would put in here is Hades, which I know is like you know everyone in the that's a great one. Hades no, like, yeah, but I wouldn't have played that. I would not have touched Hades if it wasn't for Game Pass. One thousand percent. Yeah, no chance. Phenomenal. I just it's it's not a fix. It's not a me type game at right. all. But I played it and was like, oh, this is actually very good i'm never gonna beat it i'm never it's never it's not gonna happen but playing it i was like oh wow also uh, an incredible game that's on game i think it's on game pass it takes two is on game pass right and um it is now yeah you should play the hell out of that if you haven't because it's but does that does it takes to fit the requirements of that question what have been your recent surprise game pass favorites uh surprise Um, okay fine yeah Um, in a follow-up to your discussion about Xbox lack of family titles, I'd love some kind of compilation of family TV shows, uh, TV show ga- uh, game adaptations, example, Family Fortune, Family Feud, Catchphrase, yes. etc. Yes. Even a ki- uh, quiz-based general knowledge game that repacks yes. daily quizzes Microsoft used to increase engagement uh, with their Bing search engine could be an easy win here. Absolutely. Do you th- that's a, that's a great point. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, do you think leveraging existing TV properties could be the route to success? Yes. Yeah. I Honestly, mean, it's weird because America's got like we only just got um, not only just but was what was the what's the one I bought the other day that I played Family Fortune, mm. and mm. is it good? No, it's not. But it's good enough for what yeah. I, the conversation we were having. Like, is Who Wants to Be a Millionaire a good game? 
No. It's the pro it's not a good game. But yeah. for what I need it for at Christmas or a birthday or family around for a for a couple of bottles of wine, why am I pretending my family like me like that? But <laughs> for that reason, I'm trying to put myself in Matt yeah. like in family oh, wondering you. if that's what they do. They definitely do. They definitely do. Hundred percent. Would you like to all come around for a bottle of wine? And he's like says something in Welsh and it's like, Yeah, it's over. Um yes a hundred percent and the yeah matt gone no i I know the 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 bing thing is a really good point because they do do like 17 different quizzes you can do on bing for like i hate you so much what's that i hate you so you said something but just keep going just keep going what did you say yeah just go go mad just leave it just leave it just leave it yeah um uh, so yes, so they already are doing that. So why not have like a daily uh, quiz thing? That God, so distracting, so distracting. The two of you. If you're not watching the YouTube version, then I'm sorry, listeners. Um, why not package that in? Hundred percent. I think I think one of the huge uh, wins would be to to allow like mobile controlling, like mobile phone controlling, like the PlayLink on PlayStation, because then it just it just reduces that barrier to entry again for those party sort of games um, to allow you to control all through the phone. So if they're doing it, they should yeah. do it that way. But what I was going to say, sorry, is the TV, looping in the TV shows that already exist costs money. And more often than not, you're Licensing. better off just ripping those shows off. Yeah, uh, I agree. And yeah. so that's probably more likely. Although if anybody's going to buy the rights, why not Microsoft, right? So do it. Well, I don't think you even need to necessarily buy the rights. Um, I'm sure like, I don't, the thing is, I don't know if any of those technically have quote unquote games, like these not good uh, website versions of the games that nobody plays, right? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what the go about well, for who, that. Who wants a million millionaires there? Um, yeah, that was done by UB, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Uh, like Monopoly's obviously got one. Yeah, yeah. that's UB. I, like, yeah. I think the one downside of like the golden age of like all IPs getting games and most of them being bad is that we lost these type of games that I yes. think work per they're bad games but yeah. similar it's like an mmo where it's like you don't want to make the best game to make an mmo good right you just want to make a game that's fun for that genre it's very similar to this like you don't need the best game to make a family feud fun you just need a family feud game right game. yeah yeah so um i think you know that what? would be cool you know what game i want and it would probably be dirt cheap to buy the rights if even possible to buy the rights and fix you might not even know this one but bullseye Oh, no, Bullseye I know Bullseye. Was what? Greatest. Why would I not know Bullseye? Chris won't know what Bullseye uh, is. No, yeah, I know I Crash know. won't know, but... It was a quiz show mixed with darts, yeah. and then at the end, the final game was basically impossible. Nobody ever won the grand prize, but yeah. then they would wheel the grand prize out, Ow. and it was always a speedboat, even though this guy lived fucking four <laughs> hours away from the nearest coastline. <laughs> Maybe you lost it on purpose. Like, I don't want the speedboat. I always wonder why we great. never got like a Takeshi's Castle game. I know we got Fall Guys now, mm-hmm. but it yeah, was always strange cool. to me that someone didn't make that. Yeah. I think like, that's uh, just a video game. Like, that, I know we've got Fall Guys now, but like, yeah. it, it's weird that it took that long to come. I mean, look at Squid Games. Like, how is there not a Squid Games game? Oh, there wait, is. because some 12-year-old made it in Roadblox. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there's, there's actually, like, a lot of... You're talking about, like, an official Squid Games game, right? Yeah. yeah no. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those weird things where it's, like, I think it's far enough removed from gaming that, like, 
both sides have to find somebody who's willing to actually like work on it because you can't have just microsoft going to them and be like we'll make this game for you and we'll do everything they need somebody or multiple people on their side that are interacting with xbox and making sure like everything's up to par with what their vision is and a lot of times i feel like with maybe a game like this but with a lot of ips is that there is some sort of friction some sort of disagreement on where the game should go and then for one side it's like this isn't worth the investment at that point where is plumble party on xbox yeah yeah i <laughs> that's that's just such I'm a gonna... weird like that should be like that should be on every platform at this point i don't even care about just like xbox that should be on playstation on the switch as well it should be on everything why is it why it isn't there i don't know i don't understand why microsoft and playstation haven't ripped off mario pie yeah I, it doesn't I make sense to I, me I, for playstation i know playstation had multiple games where they tried making mario s games like they had the uh they had two attempts at a cart racer they had the little big planet cart racer and the other one so playstation yeah no no i'm just saying playstation might be like we attempted doing this and it's just not working for us that's not true man like playstation they try they try to make a smash bros they try to do cart racers they try but they do it all half-hearted and shitty 100 playstation also was good I played it on VR. That's why it was shitty. <laughs> Worst console to play a game on. Yeah, and, and we keep saying it, but if anybody can do it, Microsoft can do it. And and like, I mean, look at the the what was that quiz game when quarantine all started? There was a mobile quiz game. Yeah, the like mobile. Huge. I don't, quiz talking, HD I don't remember or what quiz, it is. Yeah. quiz HQ or something. There was like a, a live quiz show that you would tune into at six p.m. and you would play yep. and you could win a hundred pound or whatever it was. It's like fucking brilliant. Do something like that, Microsoft. Come on, one well, one hundred. But do it don't yeah. don't oh don't. i know oh i oh you know what would be interesting if they do do something like uh one verse hundred or like a quiz game or whatever and they do have like a special one that's like at 6 p.m every day there'll be one and it gives some sort of reward away oh, and okay. those rewards aren't it's like you'll get microsoft credit or and sometimes it's like you'll game get pass. uh game pass or it could even be like hey you'll get some uh currency in halo to encourage people to go and play halo yep. and use that currency there it's Bro, like oh invest in that so or years of war or so on so on and so forth i think like, there's a lot of interesting stuff they could do there yeah 100%. i'm not being funny but like the, the amount of fools are fucking carb like yeah. whatever when, like just oh yeah the first party games forget everything else just go first party yeah i see a thief skin of uh gears of war um credit um what like it's so easy to give out these other crappy prizes, and then when you need, we need, we need like a second prize that's pretty good. Like I don't know, a Microsoft headset. If you can give it out to fucking influencers like me, we could give one one away a month for a one versus yeah, yeah. one hundred. Like, 100%. like, do you know what I mean? They've yeah, never given me like a headset, no by the way. It. I bought my headset just so people were. No one, they never gave me that. Okay, so uh, yeah, but yeah, it, it does. It really does. If you do, if you can do a Twitter giveaway for it. You can do it in, and I'm sure the problem with this is legal, because I'm sure it yeah. will come under gambling or something like that. That'll Actually, be the answer. Is it'll be? It's we can't do that because it's gambling. It's also how do you like a lot of giveaways have age restrictions, and how do you sort of keep that up yeah. and make sure everything's on the up and up? Because a lot of times, kids aren't truthful on it. Let's that's be honest. Problem. Like I was, that's no, not, it, my, it is their problem. Point, but once that's, that's the kids' problem, not Microsoft. You lie, yeah. that's on you. 
No, I don't disagree, but I'm sure that for like Microsoft's legal team, they look at them, they're like, that's a headache. That's something yeah, we yeah. will have to deal at some point. Why did my kids win this pair of anime titty uh, mouse mat? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, what happened? But then, but then I, I bet you get away from that by making the entire thing digital currency and just saying, okay, well, the, the prize is a game pass, I, Halo points or whatever. They're I, like stuff that's just transferred straight to your account. I think that. I don't think that it circumvents a lot of those requirements. I could be wrong. Rahul would be a perfect person to ask this. God, we need Rahul. If he knows. Yeah. For those um, who don't know who Rahul is, he's a friend of ours uh, who's a, a video game lawyer, pretty much. That's yeah. Because so. I don't know if like just making everything all digital necessarily circumvents all laws. And then you also have to think about it. Like laws in the UK are different from laws in America are different from laws yes. everywhere That's else. So there's a lot That's of other stuff headache. as well. That's definitely yeah. one. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. Um, what you guys been playing this week? What's been in your box? I, I can go because it's very boring. If you want, I've, yeah, I've sure. just been playing more Guardians of the Galaxy. But Did you beat it because I saw a picture. No, I haven't beaten it. But uh, see, the the issue is the picture because I I've avoided photo mode until I started playing it this week again, and now I'm in the photo mode, and now I can't make any fucking progress because all I'm doing is taking photos. Maybe stop taking. You know photos. what? I know. I'm happy about this year. I'm not the only one that doesn't finish games. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think. Oh, there's it's no funny. way I finished oh, Guardians. Crash, you're not even ready, fam. Like, I, mean, I swear, I swear, to, I like. So, okay, we pushed my uh, game of the year talk back a, a week, right? Like, because yeah. it's meant to be this week, it's meant to be today. And I was like, we're taking off a week because I'm gonna need the two. I haven't played a single game. A single. I haven't played a single game this week, other than the thing that I'm not allowed to talk about on this podcast anymore. So, does that mean next week you're taking off of streaming and just playing games? If I could, I would. Mm. <laughs> no, what it means is next week or this week, I'm just playing games. All now, the time, I have to literally, it's like, finish work, start playing games. Yeah. And that's a horrible feeling. I know, yeah. Boo-hoo you, you play video games for a living. I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but streaming one game for eight hours a day then to sit back in the same throne and go, now I need to beat Halo, which is another, I've still got another yeah. 10 hours to go. I just, I just, yeah, I don't know what and to it, do. I don't know. It also do. starts souring that experience where it's like, oh. I need to play this. Cause I remember back when um, we did both Far Cry and yep. Biomutant as well. There was oh. sort of that feel. You have to like rationalize it and like, separate that feeling from the game. Games. Yeah, no. At least, at least for game of the year. We're saying like you haven't got to complete it to put it in your list and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you can get a reasonable amount of the way through a game and know if it's going to make your top ten or not. And and if it's not, you can drop it, right? Like I'm looking at you know Cookie Man's question again now and thinking, yeah, like all of those games I haven't played and I've heard great things about and I need to play basically this week um, to decide whether or not they're going on the list next week. Like Moon Glow Bay, Moon Glow Bay, I was super excited for. Um, and definitely want to get some time in before next week because I can imagine it hitting my my list. Um, and the gunk. Keep Don't be alarmed, everyone. I can't hear a single thing. My oh, no. headset phone's died, and I assume Matt P stopped speaking. No, so no, I I'm going to put these in. He kept going. And I, we're okay. Kept going. Just give me a second while I switch over device. Uh, we didn't have much dead air. Over our faces. We didn't have Just any dead air, actually, until it started they, cutting us. I can hear you. Oh, was you still talking? <laughs> yeah, we were still <laughs> yeah. talking, and then you just started <laughs> cutting Matt off. It's fine. He's mad. Stop moving. I'm so sorry. Um, I was I was breathing. 
Uh, no, no, you're fine. I was done anyway. Uh, all I was saying is there's so much stuff that I still need to play, and I and I will endeavor to do this week. Oh, okay. Forgotten yeah, City I, uh, as well. Yeah. That's on there. Is that the one that we we all promised we'd play? Which one? For uh, yeah. Well, I promised I would play it. I don't think anybody else made the promise that they would play it. I feel like we're losing this if we don't play it. Yeah, we got to do it. Is it on Game Pass, right? Uh, yes, it is on Game Pass, yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, you just have to try it enough to see if it's something that, like, floats yeah. your boat. Uh, do you know what? I think it, that's what you touched on, and that's where my mind went to before my headset died. I think the problem is I've become one of those gamers that I've hated my entire life, which is the one-game gamer. Mm. Like, I get my feel now. Like, I play... I know how amazing Halo is. I know, and I enjoyed it, and I loved what I've played of it so far. But I i promise you, I, I really, really, really enjoyed it. I didn't lie when I said I enjoyed it. I am just not compelled to beat it in any way, shape, or form, even though I know it's amazing. Even though yeah. I know it, it's a great experience. Because I was, honestly, honestly, I would rather go back and play GTA RP and sell drugs on the corner for five hours instead. I know that feeling, fix. Smite, for you, right? A lot, or League of Legends, or anything else. It rotates, but it is like, yeah, it's like that's the only game I can think of, and I'll play other games. And like, this game's really cool. It does this, this, and this, but it's not whatever that other game I'm playing is right now that I really want to go sink time into. I think the interesting thing with GTRP, and I'm feeling it with Halo, is the social aspect. It's yeah. like. It's like, do I want to go play these games? Which, yeah, I will have fun doing. But actually, I just want to hang out with my mates. And for me at the moment, that's Halo. We've jumped in every night this week. And uh, I've put like two hours, three hours into Guardians of the Galaxy. And I two think, hours of that has been in photo mode. And so I'm not making problem, much progress. I think the stress I have with games, and that's the thing I'm trying to learn this year, and I'll, I'll talk about it on another podcast I'm hopefully doing, which is of me doing... I just I don't like sitting down and just playing an hour of something, but I think I need to find that space again. Of okay, Haley's reading the book. I'm going to play an hour or two of, and if I get lost in the experience, perfect. But I put so much pressure on this. Literally, I've I've especially with all the games I've got to beat. Right? It's like in Christian tell you, you see my list. I'll write a list out, and then I write down like. How long is it be? Okay, this is going to take me 10 hours. And then I get overwhelmed with the fact of like, I want to play this game for an hour. It's got 10 hours left. Oh my God. Do, do, do. Like, I know I've got another nine hours to go. And I'm like, where am I going to find those nine hours? And it's like, ah. And I, I think that's the weird part of the job part of this, where it's like, yeah. if I could just sit down, you finish your day at work and just play, yeah. it would be different, you know? Yeah. I th- it was always I think... the thing that scared, sorry to cut you up. It was always the thing that scared me about the difference between being a podcaster slash reviewer slash internet personality and being a streamer. Right. They're so different, but so the same. And people look at you as if you should have been able to have played everything where you're like, but I can't, that's not how this job works, but this mm. job's very different. So I'm balancing yeah. the two and I'm trying my hardest. I swear. Um, I think when you start making your list, you might not need, you might need to stop writing down the times. I agree. If the times are like giving you problems, it's like, yeah. you'll get as far as you get and you'll know how you feel about it at a certain point and whether you should finish it or not. I put it on myself. But I, I understand. It's different. It's it different for you because you're so used to it. Yeah. yeah. I put like, I, I've, I've always prided myself, especially since I've entered the industry. I've, I've, in a way, I don't mean it in a rude way, but I've always looked down upon the, 
oh, I, I'm reviewing this game, but I never beat it. I've always been like, how can you ever fully? How could? How dare you tell me your opinion on said video game if you've never beaten it? You know. And now I'm the guy doing that, but I do it for a preview. I get to play like the the opening five hours, four hours or something. Phenomenal. Beyond that, I don't know. Yeah. Weird. Weird. I, I think it's interesting, man, because like you know, what we talked about when we were doing the Far Cry review of like. The purpose of a review is we're trying to give you an idea of whether or not you'll like this game, whether or not you'll be happy to spend the money on this game. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, I don't think you need to finish a game to do that. Um, no, I agree with you. Because hopefully at this point, people know us. They know what well, we I like. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I get that. I think but... it's that weird thing because I'm like, nah. I, we'll talk, John, next week's the perfect time to talk about this. Next yeah, week okay. is like, we'll... Yeah, we'll be breaking down games into different aspects and figuring out our top 10 list. And remember, you can email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com to send in your videos. We got one. Love it. And I appreciate that one more than anything that you know, but we only got the one. So remember, 30 second clip. Hello, message. My game of the year is boom. Feel free to send them in. We'd love to see your faces. I'll be honest with you. It was very nice putting a face to a name on this one. Yep. And I was like, Ah, this is what I'm you look like. To see it. Yeah, well, you better watch it beforehand then, because it ain't gonna go in the edit, is it? I was gonna say, how are we gonna do that? Okay, so well, we're not gonna watch. Got them, edit in gonna, Matt. <laughs> we should watch them beforehand <laughs> so we know what video it is. We're not meant to tell people this. God damn it, the magic's gone. Um, are we doing news this week? You want to do news? 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 Oh, we can do news. Have we got news? We got a couple news. bits. Uh, let's jump into this week's dashboard. Uh, Halo Infinite's lead narrative designer leaves 343 to join Riot. Uh, this one was taken from IGN and says this. Uh, there's an update on it, so here we go. Uh, a tweet went out from, uh, is it? Okay, I'm trying to get this name. Um, do we know who it is? Because I'm trying to find the quote. Aaron Norland. I thought that's what it might have been. Thank you. Uh, in what might be one of the most amusing I got a new job post ever, uh, Halo uh, lead narrative director, uh, designer, sorry, Aaron Lindell? Line, would you say? I said Lind, but I don't know if that's the way it's pronounced. Uh, we'll see. Uh, has announced that he's a le uh, leaving 343 enjoying Riot Games. Lind announced that the news via uh, Twitter in a tongue-in-cheek tongue video, writing on the quote, on the next episode, uh, next episode, end quote. Um, yeah, I didn't see the video it myself, but is it good? Should we watch it? Do I need to see it, Grush? I didn't watch it, so I don't know. You do the news, fam. I just, I just, you know, I just assume you do. I saw the tweet. I saw the article. I respect it. Uh, okay, so lead designer has left. Are we scared? Um, no. I mean, Halo Infinite's done. I'm sure that they're like they're also reorganizing after the somewhat problem problems they had during development and whatnot um so i'm pretty sure that if he wanted to leave he was probably like i finished halo infinite this is probably the best time for me to leave instead of staying here for another year or two and leaving in the middle of production or whatever it is um so i don't think this is honestly a problem at all for the game okay okay i, I agree i'm not super worried about it um there was another halo story that's not in our list that might be worth quickly chatting about here did you guys hear about the the missing mid-credit sequence that got discovered in the back end of Halo? No. I did, but that's spoilers. Fair enough. 
Moving on. Talk about it. I haven't watched it because it was something they didn't want us to see. I haven't, to be fair, I haven't had the opportunity to watch it. But yeah, that is spoilers and Fix hasn't finished it. I'm sure there's other people that haven't finished it. I know people who haven't even started it because of the multiplayer. Who are just like, the multiplayer is too good. I can't put this down. I get that. Wow. Uh, Playground Games co-founder Trevor Williams is set to replace Gavin Ryburn as studio head. Uh, this one was taken from Windows Central. And in there, what you need to know, uh, Gavin, uh, is it right? Have I said that right? Ryburn? Uh, is a prolific games developer involved in franchises like Dirt, Grid, and Forza Horizon. He co-founded Playground Games with Trevor Williams back in 2009, which Microsoft later acquired uh, for Forza Horizon. Uh, Announced today, Gavin uh, is leaving Playground, replaced by Trevor as the studio head. So everything you need to know. Uh, Gavin had been there 12 years and working on Forza Horizon games. Um, and I'm sure we'll leave a big hole in that studio. Um, it's always a hard one when it comes to... I always, I've been doing this long enough now. It's always a struggle to talk about when people leave because I don't quite know what people do at video game studios anymore. Yeah. Like, a lead producer can be quite hands-on and could be quite hands-off. A director could be quite hands-on and could be quite hands-off. I remember back in the day when we would talk about people leaving and we'd be like... Oh, and I'll be like, I don't know what this means. And I still yeah. sit here before you. If I don't know the name, I don't know what it means. It's not a, yeah. not in a mean way. And I'm sure in the driving world, this is a big, 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 big deal. But I know what, um, I know what Phil Spencer does for Xbox, right? I know mm. what Amy Hennig done for her studios. I know, I know the hands-on approach of that. You know, I know what a Neil Druckmann does. I don't know what other people do, so I struggle to talk on them. So never take what I, if I ever come across like I'm being a bit dismissive. It's never that. I just don't always understand. You know? Yeah, I think that's fair. It'd be interesting to see where Gavin goes next because that's not been announced or has it? No. Maybe he gets higher games. 12 years in video games is a long old time. Let me Might be done. Might be done. Yeah. Fair enough. Could be. Could be. Good luck. Next up, a name that I do recognize, uh, Bioshock creator Kevin Levine's next game is reportedly in development hell. Uh, this one was this one's been taken from IGN, but if I'm not mistaken, uh, it's Bloomberg that officially reported on this one. First of all, um, and yeah, it's in apparently in development hell. Uh, the game has seen multiple reboots and changes in direction. Levine's current project. Uh, uh, project a ghost story which has yet to be officially revealed or announced or given a firm release date has uh, taken a much longer than uh, previously worked previously worked on uh, including the year and a half it took to develop system shock um is this game ever coming out because we've been waiting we i remember when they were like i remember when he i believe it was um kevin levine um who ken said levine. like ken 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 sorry ken. Thank you. Um, that oh yeah, we're not doing Bioshock anymore. I remember mm. that was like a big story, if I'm not mistaken. And then we sort of just been twiddling our thumbs waiting, right? And now it sounds like we'll be uh, twiddling our thumbs waiting a lot longer still. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know if you read the story, like the whole story, but he is apparently a bit of a perfectionist. Mm. And so what's been happening is like they'll do weeks or months of work and then he'll like, experience something new or he'll play something new or whatever the case is and then he'll be like 
back to the drawing board with this portion. Let's throw this out and whatnot. He is very much a perfectionist at what he does. Um, and I think like half the studio that was originally there left or the original team left or something along those lines. Um, so it is kind of, it's troubling, but Ken Levine, I think almost every franchise he's worked out, he's worked in has gotten critical acclaim, if not like mainstream success with Bioshock and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so I trust the product we get in the end will be good. Um, I just, when that happens, when that comes out, who knows? It kind of sucks for the people who may have done like months of work just to have it thrown out um, afterwards. But I couldn't imagine working on games, man. I generally, yeah. I struggle when the podcast fails. Could you imagine dedicating like and lost time with family or birthdays or whatever it is to just be like, I no longer like that. Yeah. See you uh, later. To be fair, there was a bit of Not the story that way, did. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. There was a bit of the story that did talk about like um the schedule is much more lax, so they haven't had to really worry about crunch and stuff like that. So I do want to point that out as well. That, that was a part of the story. Um, uh, so that is a good news, uh, good thing about it. It is a smaller team. It's not as big of a team. Um, but yeah, this this story is interesting, and I think for anybody who's interested in what Ken Levine does, it is worth reading. Um, it's not going to be Bioshock. What it'll be, I I assume from System Shock to Bioshock, I assume it'll be somewhat of a similar vein of game. I don't think he's going to go super go super go Ghost Shock. Yes, that that's what it'll be called. It'll be about ghosts. Um, okay. I'm interested to see what it is. Saddening to hear that it is going through all this trouble, though. Yes, yes, indeed. Next up, Konami will start selling NFTs. In celebration of Castlevania's 35th anniversary. You got something to say about this fix? It's the first one that I'm like, okay, I'll buy. So I have you read like yeah. some of the info that they've given about it? So I just want to give you a bit of uh, one of please, the they have please. like QA bits, and one of the QA bits uh, is um are will Konami ever resell this? And Konami says, no, the digital information on this specific one is uh, exclusive, but um, they can release ones that are similar and come from the same exact game. So what they can basically do is whatever NFT you end up buying, they can adjust it, move the character just a pixel over, take the same thing, and sell it again. Okay. So if you're going to buy it, just go into it knowing that there could be a million other versions of that with just one pixel difference somewhere of we being spoke sold. Of, we spoke about NFTs yeah. last week. Yeah. And why did I say I was buying NFTs? If I was to sell if I ever bought one, why would I do it? I understand to sell it. But would you buy it to sell it right away? Or would you oh, buy it to hold on to crash. it? Less you know, I will be the guy that buys it, sells it a week later, and then finds out it went to a million and cry and maybe <laughs> and maybe do something stupid, you know? Like that's how scary I am. All made money is good money. Don't take your profits. The, if you if you made fifty bucks, but you could have made a million bucks, I wouldn't say it for fifty. You but still got fifty bucks. Ri- mm. ri- like generally, I'm not. Look, n- NFTs are a space that I don't understand. I don't. I don't. I don't get it yet. I don't understand it. It's not been explained to me properly yet. But what I do understand is video gamers, and what I do understand is I have a bad feeling this is going to be worth money. Well, to balance you out, would- I have a feeling this is going to be worth nothing. See, yeah, you're nuts. 
I I think the one big thing that this has going against it is the fact that it's Konami. No, I, I disagree. At this I think, point, I think this game is is. Look, I don't care about Castlevania, as you all know, but if I can get one of these, I think someone's gonna be out there like I need this, and I'm gonna be the guy to say, "Here you go," for a premium. So, so they're gonna say. My my whole thing is they're gonna say they need this, and then Konami's gonna announce we're gonna put out more Castlevania NFTs. By that time, I won't have it. Okay, that's fair. From, I'm from, just I just look, want you to fully think through it before you get it. I'm not trying to persuade you either way. All the information I have is through TikTok, nope. as you know, where I get all of my information on NFTs, mm. and some guy on TikTok who I don't follow, who I've not done a background check on, told me this would be worth money. Fix. Uh, how many times have you been on TikTok and you've seen people give like streamer tips and content creator tips? And Shit. how many times are those Shit. tits absolute bullshit? Fuck. It's all the He's time. We've me. talked about He's this. It's me. all the time. They talk no. out their ass and say some fancy words and they talk about an industry they don't fully understand. They got their foot in the door Dude. and they saw somebody else talk Fresh. about it. Like, that's an educated person. Crash, it gets even worse though, bro. Because have you seen what I started doing with it? No. I started duetting them. And it's me going That's... through their profile and going, fam, you average two views. Oh, Why yes, are you I telling people that. how to I get views? I did see that. You can't do this, Fix. You're not allowed to do this. <laughs> Am I not? No, you can't get oh. an NFT off that, right? You can seriously do information and get an NFT. If you get an NFT based off of a TikTok of somebody you don't know anything about, I would be thoroughly disappointed in you. I live to disappoint you, though, Crash. That's true. You can feel free to disappoint me. How much is it? Do we know? Well, so, you have to no, bid they're on doing it. it. They're doing auction, blind auction. They, this is this is not the one fix. I'll be honest. Yes, this is not the one. No, this is not the one. I I, I mean, look, guys, I know guys, this is guys, not financial advice, you know and scary? I'm no NFT expert. But Do you know what's scary? What? What? Imagine when the Resident Evil one comes, and you know oh. it's coming. But that's different because you're. You're not necessarily Why just buying different? that to hope to make I don't money. Even well, want... Yes, I am. I yeah, don't, don't quit. Don't, don't, don't. Well, look, I told you guys, didn't I? Why I'm buying these, which is the truth. These, what did I tell you guys? What did I tell you? No, I won't. No, I won't. won't. I won't. won't. I won't. But there will, so for fix with the resident evil ones there will be an attachment because he's like i know how dope resident evil is people are going to be going crazy for these because exactly. it's leon and chris redfield in the same picture and it's the only one available and fix is going to have an internal value of like this is easily like 300k no doubt and i'm getting 100%. it for the cheap end right here and then I'm next thing you know 30 bucks yeah <laughs> Look. so there, there are a few reasons that i don't think this is the one okay um Talk to me, Matt Pay. One, I can't figure out whether or not these NFTs are one of one. Um, so they are individual they, or whether or not they are selling they are. multiple versions of the same NFT. It's, it's, no, they say it's one individual. Okay. But they 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 word the response to that very loosely so they can essentially replicate this without 100% replicating it. And then it. that's so what worries me. So different. they are selling 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, uh, 16, 18 NFTs. That's yeah. all they're selling is 18 NFTs. Yeah. The Castlevania watch one's already at a hundred dollars. The Castlevania watch one is already a hundred dollars. Where are you yeah, seeing that? Watch versus uh, on. Oh. I'm not promoting these watch people. For, don't pay uh, me. Because <laughs> all, all I'm seeing is is options for blind auctions, so you don't know how how much people have bid. 
maybe this is this guy that's bidded then. I don't know. Maybe three hours ago, he put an offer in for, I don't know what this currency is, WETH, W-E-T-H. See, this space is Oh, so that's confusing. probably some sort of like Bitcoin or whatever. This space is no, so... It, if you're still listening... This space don't make no fucking sense. It's um, it's an Ethereum thing, right? Yeah. Um. Anyway, anyway, it, I I don't think this is the one fix. It's not going to be the one that makes you a million. I don't think. Okay. And if I'm I, wrong, um, Matt will you give can, you a million. You can kick me off the podcast, and and uh, Matt will give you a million dollars. <laughs> is this this not? But I told you guys why I'm getting in, man. But they they they're quite late to this already. Like, and well, it's the they're not on the way down, but. If no, a Pokemon NFT ever comes out bro. fixed, then you can just jump into it and don't worry bro, about it. Bro, At some point, it'll be worth a crazy amount of money. A Castlevania NFT could either be like really, really prized, or it could be worth like lower than whatever you bought it in by a significant amount. Don't say it like that, Crash. That's what it's going to be. The kid on TikTok told me it'd be worth millions. Well, look, there is a I barrier have, of entry know, in that you have to get yourself a MetaMask and buy some Ethereum. And maybe in that process of doing the research on how to do that, you'll figure out that this is not the one. You did Do you boy. need to use Ethereum you for that? Boy. You don't think I've already got this? Look. <laughs> I've already got the app. Oh. That's not the right app. What? That's crypto, all right? Yeah. App? I know what I need. No. No. You need, what do you I need? need? To set yourself, you need to set yourself up a MetaMask. You need to transfer your what Ethereum. What's a MetaMask? On- Exactly. What about this? I got I got this one as well. Coinbase. What's that? Yes, same as crypto.com. It's no you're not gonna be able to purchase the NFTs through that. But I've got this one here called VV. Anyway, thank God for you also because at this point I just want to point out people are allowed to make offers on these right now, and not all of them have offers. Well that's what I was looking at. I can get in right now. That's not a good sign. Some of the pages have less than two hundred views. Yeah, because that's, you guys are not thinking look that's because we are so on the you're not thinking about we are on the cusp of something special here all right guys i need a hundred dollars from both of you no <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you guys don't believe if i wanted to throw away my bonus part yeah take it out of the christmas bonus that's a good call <laughs> all right well fine if this uh, was resident evil i would be less concerned about you thinking about buying one worst um, case with resident evil is you can't make your money back but you keep it and you have a cool resident evil nft exactly <laughs> exactly that worst sounds case. awful that sounds it awful, is awful. And I'm a resident it is evil awful fan. but with this worst case is you try and sell it and nobody wants to buy it and you get stuck with this memory of the money you wasted me again Oh, hi. Yeah, I'm back. Uh, you may have noticed that the podcast uh, ended quite abruptly. I apologize for that. We couldn't do plug, plug, plug and all the other stuff. And we didn't really get to finish our conversation on NFTs. Um, but there was still an episode this week. I do apologize, obviously, for the abruptness of how it ends. The computer froze, as I said at the start of the show. If you're weird and you skipped that part and you only just got to this part, I don't know what you're doing. You're weird. But yeah, anyway, thank you for watching this week's episode of My Xbox and Me. Make sure you hit the comments, you know, hit the subscribe buttons and do all the fancy stuff that the kids do on this channel. And we appreciate you. Until next time, we will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Goodbye.